welcome back to another episode of Original Understudies, where I have gathered the world's most original understudies, and we're going to perform some improv comedy for you, inspired by your suggestion. Today's, we've got a, a brand new improviser to the group, and we'll save her for last. First up, Jack Zulo. Welcome back, Jack. Where can people find you? You can find me at jackzulo.com or sitting in my apartment in Brooklyn. There you go. And Amy Gerlich. Amy, welcome back. Thanks for being here. Where can people find you? Oh, thanks for having me. Come to Denver. Find me at my theater, Chaos Bloom Theater. You had uh, Mark Beltzman there. Yeah, he just left. How did that go? It was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, they came early because they wanted to go to Red Rock. So him and Bev came. Oh, cool. um, it was kind of like because a, a flop for my when I went and taught in Maui. Um, oh, it was so not the bad kind of it was kind of a flop. <laughs> oh, no, no, it was great. He was great. Uh, performances were great. Not too dirty. It all went well. That's awesome. <laughs> if I ever get the opportunity, I'm dying to do the town hall show that you guys do. Actually, what's it called? It's not town hall. Yes. Is it? City council. Oh, is. City it, council. Oh, Are you coming yeah, in cr seems, uh, Christmas time? I hope so, but I, I, I don't think so. Oh. I, I know I'm not. Actually, I just bought my Christmas tickets to Chicago. <laughs> oh, bummer. <laughs> but God, I want to. I want to. <laughs> and next up, Jake Regal. Jake, welcome back. And where can people find you? Uh, at Jake Regal on uh, social media. It's going to date this episode, but Elon just announced today that he's considering charging everyone to use X and not just like. Oh, good luck. Yeah. So, good luck. So we'll see how long I'm on that. <laughs> I really, I, I I need everyone to know. I have these suction cups, and I'm holding up a suction cup for <laughs> listeners. And I've been just like idly playing with them while like either doing this podcast or like teaching improv over Zoom. And it makes like kind of fart sounding noises. And I'm not nice. farting. Well, I, I sure it's just a thing to play with. And then I realize I'm making fart noises into a, a Zoom window. And here's a life hack. If you're a person that's very gassy, keep a suction cup next to yourself yeah. <laughs> so that you can preface any any meetings with that. And last but not least, we have Tess McCarthy. Thank you, Tess, for joining us. I hope it's the first of many. Uh, where can people find you online? Hey there. It is my original, original understudies episode, so I'm thrilled about that. I do show announcements on my Instagram at at Brelamay, B-R-E-L-A-M-A-Y. It's my middle name that my parents made up because they're hippies. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay, so let's get to today's show. We've got a suggestion coming in, and here it is. James, I've got a suggestion that might stir up some intriguing scenes. Hecklers, I'm not sure if you've heard about what happened at Russell Peters' comedy show the other day, but the heckler brought some swords. No one was hurt and the guy was arrested, but it just goes to show how dangerous comedy can get. Thanks for the last laughs, not the last laughs, uh, from uh, Andrew from Langley. Now, I don't know Russell Peters. I was thinking Russell Brand, and now I'm just realizing that's not Russell Brand. No, Russell Peters is one of these touring comedians who, like, sells out arenas but has no online footprint. Like, the it's, public at large, I feel like, has no idea who he is, but you always hear about him playing these stadiums. He's like, oh, a, really? he's Australian, right? And he had a, a sitcom for a while. Unless I'm confusing him with someone else. The guy I'm picturing is, is very much American. Oh, well, I'm wrong. Mm. Well, I'm picturing Russell Brand. So <laughs> I don't know if that's similar at all. Canadian, Canadian. Looked him up. 
Okay. Uh, so does, has anybody had any really bad heckling situation? Real quick before we get into someone's great story. The thing that really stood out about that news item was the pluralization of sword. The heckler brought swords in. I feel like <laughs> one is enough. Yeah. <laughs> unless, I mean, honestly, unless you've got them crosshatched on your back, mm, yeah. then you really need both. Well, I, uh, if you'd like to definitely have one sword for your defensive maneuvers and one sword for attacking, then you might want two swords. Mm-hmm. I'd also argue that once you bring swords to a comedy show, maybe you're not a heckler anymore. Maybe we've left heckler <laughs> yeah. territory and we're into assassin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. I honestly don't really understand what this what this person's talking about because that's not heckling. I've never I've had some hecklers in the past. Um nothing I mean nothing I really want to bring up honestly cuz uh I had there was one time I had somebody throw a bottle on stage at me at the in Chicago. Um but uh, God, I wish I didn't. I don't want to bring up why because I probably deserted. I, I was. It was like two thousand, and I was doing some offensive stuff. And did I deserve a bottle thrown at me? Probably not. But uh, you know that happened. <laughs> uh, Jack's got one. I have two little ones. Jack, you go first. All right. Uh, well, thank you, Amy. Um, I was doing a show up in Pasadena. At a pizzeria, as one does. <laughs> and I believe someone may have been heckling me or talking or not listening. And I started heckling them. But I wound up revealing in front of children that there was no such thing as Santa Claus. And then had to apologize to them. For, oh, no, Jack. Like on stage. I'm sorry, but like you're going to find out eventually anyway. So it's like that. But yes, I definitely... I definitely um, ruined people's Christmas. <laughs> uh, uh, that, that's uh, pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. My, the first one was the first time I saw a heckler at an improv show. Um, I was interning at UCB New York. It was like 2001. And first of all, I was bartending as well. So uh, uh, back in the day when we were in the smaller space, we had the bar was just like a table. It was like when you came into the theater, it was like next to the box office. It was very, you know, uh, D D Y I D Y I. And, um, Andy as well. Okay. Thank you. I was waiting for Jake to correct me. Um, the Andy Milanakis came in and this was before he was Andy Milanakis and he came to the bar and tried to buy a drink for me. And I was like stumped because I was like looking at his ID, looking at him, looking at his ID. I'm like, you look like a child. But I was also like, I, I was new to the theater. So I didn't want to cause any problems but anyways he came with a friend and of course the manager was like did you sell that guy a beer and I was like yeah he's of age like I don't I don't know um but then his friend was this like 40 year old woman who and she got plastered and it was the swarm so it was like it was all these like you know big deal improv dudes and Sean was like taking out taking something out of the oven in an improv scene and the woman's like, make it a turkey. Like it wasn't good heckling. It was all like very detailed things that she wanted to see instead. (laughs) Uninvited suggestions. Yeah. (laughs) And then I had to throw out Annie Milnakis. My manager was like, I think it'll look weird if one of us taller people 
kicks him out. So I had to go and like pick up this woman and like I'm like kind of picking her up, but not really because she was like just as tall as me. And Andy was like following behind us. And I was just like, this is the most bizarre thing. And then he like blew up, which I was just like, oh, that's funny. Um, and my the only other time I was just doing improv in a Irish bar in a basement in New York and some drunk dude came up on stage and we just incorporated him in the improv. So that's it. Who doesn't like a prop, I guess, even if it's a human being. <laughs> hey, Mr. Mister, do, do you mind? I have twenty dollars, and if you could, uh, if you could just get us a twelve pack of whatever's cheap, uh, and you can keep the change. Uh, my friends and I are having a party tonight. I don't know if I should be helping out a little kid. I'm not a little kid. I'm seventeen. I, I could pretty much, you know, I could do a lot of stuff. What? Sorry, you could do a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm I'm an adult almost. I'm I'm 17. I just want some beer. It's not like I'm asking for hard alcohol. I can drive. All right. All right. I can. All right. All right. Okay. Get in that right. car. Get in that car. Drive around the block for me. Really? Yeah. You said you could drive. Let me see how grown up you are. Drive around the block. All right. You're you're not gonna go anywhere, are you? No. All right. I'll be right back. Hey man, well, what are you doing? Where's the beer? I, I'm supposed to drive around the block. I, 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 I'm just trying to give it enough time that it seems like I went all the way around. Dude, so. dude, dude, you said that you were guaranteed to get us a 12er, man, and there is no 12er. What's this drive around bullshit? I have to prove that I'm adult enough to drive around the block. Listen, I feel like you're putting a lot of pressure on me. Maybe maybe you should be the one that that goes and tries to get the beer. Well, maybe you Brian. shouldn't be writing checks. Your body can't cash, Michael. Okay, my body's going to cash this this check. In fact, I'm going to swing back around. I'm going to go get that beer, yeah, Brian. Yeah, I'll believe it when I'm drinking it. Jake, what did I tell you about standing outside the 7-Eleven? I told you already, I get it. You grew a beard. You look like a a man now. But why, why are you standing outside the 7-Eleven? Because I'm getting rich is why. How are you? Well, how? Check this out. A crisp $20 bill. Okay. For, for what? I am a fake adult buying beer for other underage kids. Oh boy. Okay. I can't, you know, I can't condone this. Why not? I'm not even, I haven't done it. I haven't actually done it. Okay. I've just done the threat of a thing. Okay. Is that so, wrong? No. I mean, is that all you're going to do? You're just, are you going to like ditch, die in a ditch kind of thing? If that's what's going to keep you from like calling the cops and yeah, I'll go to like oh, another right. 7-Eleven. Oh, hey. Wow. Hey. Hey. Wow. Oh, is, is she cool? No. I am uh, not. Yeah. I'm not cool. She's uh, she's not a cool grown up like me. And I'm sorry. Oh, oh my god! Listen, ma'am, I've I've got ten dollars. You just call me ma'am. Is- Did you just call me ma'am? I'm 23 years old. Are you from <sighs> the south? No, m- 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 miss. I'm I'm 17 years old. So you're a ma'am to me. My okay. Goodness. Wow. Just a loser, man. Just a loser. 
People are crazy tonight, huh? Is that coming from your trunk? Well, I've got to hit. I the, it could be any trunk. Got to hit the back nine. Do some other adult stuff in a bit. So Wait, golfing. <laughs> Hey, 7-Eleven, how may I make your day more 70-Eleven-y for you? Will this 12-pack of Natty Light be all? Uh, yes. Actually, no. I need, uh, what's, what can I get with $8? Uh, uh, I'll get, oh, what's the nudiest mag you've got? The nudiest mag? Yeah. Uh, we, we've got... We've got porn. Is that what you're asking for? That sounds extremely nudie. Uh, yeah, whatever's got like the most bodies per page. Okay, we don't really organize them that way, but I guess oh. Hot Hot Twinks XXX looks like it's got a lot of activity on it. Okay, I'm into it. Hit me up with that. Oh, and one great. big condom. Okay, great. And I don't need to see any ID because of that beard. Um, Tess, I we appreciate you here at Seven Eleven. Um, Thanks. I don't. I don't appreciate how you've organized the porn. I I think that what we need to be doing is, you know, it should be kind of like a gradual shift, like softcore to to like hardcore stuff, and then the stuff that's got like the black page in front of it. So you, it's so hardcore. Like I think we need to do awesome. that because. You know, when people are reading newspapers, their eye goes to the left. So it's like, let's start with the stuff yeah. that we barely sell, the soft core porn. Right. And then we'll yeah, I've never up. had anyone ask for our softest magazine before. Well, you need to be pushing it because I have boxes and boxes of it in my garage. Well, first of all, old. thank you for the feedback. You're I welcome. thrive on constructive criticism and I value my place at this company. Okay. Second of all, though, I've been getting some feedback from the customers and they're um, not interested in hard or soft black cover or not. They're interested in bodies. They just need warm bodies on the page. This is what I'm telling you, Amy. You okay, have Tess, to listen to the customer. Tessa, we can't provide warm bodies for these idiots, okay? What I, I don't need you to be taking any suggestions from anybody. I mean, you also work the day shift. Like, anyone that's buying porn before 12 p.m., uh, yeah, you don't want to talk to those people. I don't know, Amy. They still gave up their time and their money to be with us here at 7-Eleven. And I think we need to be celebrating our customers, not degrading oh them. Oh boy, okay. All right. All right, and then we just put this uh, C34 battery into the magazine. Oh, and feel how the pages just start to warm up. Feel? Do you feel that? Do you feel that, Larry? I, uh, I've never felt anything like this in my entire life. Larry, kiss the centerfold. Mwah. It's like it's like warm lips. Mwah. It is like warm lips. I I, I can't believe I've ever. I didn't think this was absolutely possible. You decided to put batteries in the magazine to warm up the pages. How is there no fire? 
Uh, well, I don't know. Honestly, this is a prototype. I, I haven't really considered the, the chance for fire, but uh, I, I think we want to get ahead of this. We don't want to put this through R&D for a long time. We need to get this on the shelves. You're hot, right. We need to get this through the porn. patent office. We need to get this right on the... Because kids, they, they don't... They don't want the soft core anymore. Well, I, I in all fairness, Larry, I, I don't think we should be marking it towards kids. I think we're going to get in trouble quick. Wait, what are you talking about? Uh, kids are the, the biggest buyers of pornography. That's what we need to get to. They're the ones uh, who are hiding it under their mattresses. They're the ones who bury it in a cigar box in the back so the mommy don't find out. Uh, that, that makes a lot of sense, Larry. Okay, Amy, I know you said not to keep working on our porn collection, but yes, I brought a couple of my dad's friends with me here today, and they oh, have God. the pitch of a lifetime. Okay. It's going to put this 7-Eleven on the map. Boys, uh, come okay. on out. All right. I, this is pretty big deal. This is a big deal. Um, I just have to warn you, I'm not like a general manager of 7-Eleven. Like, I don't do any purchasing of anything, so, but pitch away. Well, maybe if you make a bold move. Amy, Amy, do you want to push the bounds or not? These guys are on the cutting edge. Yeah, if you edge. make a bold move. Okay, I mean, I honestly, I can't do anything, but I will listen to your pitch. You have a can't-do attitude, and you need, if I might, your name is Amy, uh, you need to really go for it. That's how you rise in the corporate world. Okay, you have chocolate cake, uh, like, on oh, the whole side uh, of your face. Oh, so, thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Is it gone? Does it? Is it gone? Uh, it's kind of just smearing, Larry. Yeah. It's just smearing, Larry. Can, can someone, does anyone have a tissue? Here, here let or me a, lick my hand. All right, just lick your hand and wipe my face. <laughs> this, uh, there it okay. is. All right. Uh, oh, that is chocolate. That's dark chocolate. Yeah, that's the only way to go. Uh, Amy, you guys the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. 30 seconds. Oh, okay, okay, Amy, 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 hey, Amy. Put your face against this paper. Put your face, just bury I'd your face in this not. book. rather not. Huh? I'd, I'd really rather just not. Just motorboat the book. Motorboat the book. <laughs> Amy, I'll it. bet you my next paycheck. Just do it. Okay, I will use my hand. Okay. Okay. All right, that'll do. But you feel how warm oh, it is? Oh, God, ew. Why is it is loud and it well, is... Well, the vibrating, we're trying to figure out how to silence it. Let's see if we can turn this off. Ooh, it's smoking. Shit, shit, shit. Is this something you think should shit. be sold to people? <laughs> oh, shit. What happened? Maybe what this happened? isn't the way it's supposed to it, go. It didn't work I think like it's this. starting a... Larry, it's starting on fire. You're, guys, right, pull it back. guys, I put my neck out on the line for you. You better pull your shit together. Okay. Okay, well, so this was a prototype, but what we're looking for is uh, an angel investor. An angel. Okay. That's Gosh. not me. I mean, I... <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, how's everybody doing this holiday season? Yeah, yeah. Hey, thanks, Santa. Uh, I love Santa Claus. Uh, uh, Santa. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh um, we're all going to learn a little bit about Santa today. Uh, that was that right there, the, 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 the person honking and saying Santa. That's my uh, elf, as it were, my assistant. Oh, okay. Hello. Hi. 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 You. You. So who here, who here in the audience still believes in Santa? I do. Uh, I do. What do you mean still? <laughs> what do you mean? All right, I can see. I can see the level of kid I'm working with here. All right. <laughs> well, yeah. okay. Um, where do you think your presents come from? From a magical creature? From your parents who work really hard to get you stuff that you want. Work all year. 40, 50, 60 hour weeks to get Santa. you toys you might want. 
Not, none of those. Santa brings these are questions I'm not prepared to answer. Uh, Santa, Santa is my boss. He he brings toys and and goodies. Uh, Ow! Uh, he's uh, grabbing uh, me. Your elf's grabbing me. I, I don't think that's a. I don't think that's an elf at all. Now you're right, because elves aren't real. There's just right? people oh, and goblins and other normal no. earthly stuff. Okay. What? No. Uh, I'm Who? not an elf. <laughs> you said I was an elf. Oh my god! Okay, I know why that this guy isn't real, but Santa—that means you do it all by yourself with no elves. I don't know how to get this through everybody's skulls. I know you're all little. You're still like forming. You might have like soft, soft skulls. I'm not what? sure, but frontal lobes. Frontal lobes. Someone yeah, wants I your have single to wear one of those helmets. Single okay. What happened to your wife, Santa? She left me because I touched too many books and learned carnal knowledge. What? <laughs> what? Karma Sutra. Karma Sutra. Oh, I love books. Maybe I'll try that one. Not yet. Not yet. 10 years. Okay. Um, okay. Kids, kids, I'm not saying that you don't deserve the world. You do. You're all great. You're all great kids. You're going to grow up and be wonderful participants in this wonderful society, but people are working to make your life better and you need to recognize that. Like, you think there's an Easter bunny? Yes. What? Well, Yeah. You know how much eggs were costing in 2022? I was paying $8 for a dozen eggs, hard boiling them, painting over them, saying, wow, a bunny left these. My kid, you know what he said? He said, wow, a bunny. Dad, why didn't you wake me up so I could take a picture with the bunny? And it was my fault. I didn't wake my kid up. You have kids. (laughs) Oh, Peter. We're going to have to fire you. That was, uh, that was pretty bad. There's a lot of complaints, Peter. Oh, boy. Oh, I feel awful. I know you're going through a lot with your wife leaving you and everything, but, oh, Peter, you put me in a real bind here. All right, um, look, can I get one more shot? I, I don't have any other ways to put food on the table right now. Peter, you, you ruined a lot of kids, uh, childhood. Uh, they had at least two more years. Two more years of believing in magic. Peter? Look, I could still work with kids. I, I, I go, I'll be good with kids. I could go work at F.A.O. Schwartz. I don't know. It'll be fine. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll give you one more opportunity, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to risk it on a big, uh, big shot, like playing Santa Claus. Okay. You're going to have to work your back uh, your way back up the ladder. Okay. I'm going to have to, you you're going to have to do some time as the tooth fairy. The tooth fairy? Hey, you're That's gonna not have even a seasonal can... thing. Is this like no. a one-on-one presentation? <laughs> hey, Mark, you have to get downstairs. Uh, I just looked through the kids' stockings. Uh-huh. There is some weird shit in there. There's uh, just like a handful of uh, teeth. There's some um, eggs. And there's uh, what appears to be like a hot... Like a, a physically hot porno magazine in there. Oh my god! Where did it come from? Did you put it in there? Did I put it in there? 
You know damn well I would never put a hot porno bag in a kid's, in our kid's socks. Well, I don't Check the know. ring cam. I know exactly who this was. Oh, th- yeah. Thank exactly God. Let's look at that footage. Oh, uh, shit. Shit. That's stuck on the window. Yeah. That's, that's him. That's Peter. Is that the, <laughs> is that the mall Santa? It, it's, well, he used to be a mall Santa, but I, I fired him a couple weeks ago. The I don't, hell? I, it looks like he's still stuck. I think he's outside right now. What? Get, I'm well, partially outside. Get your swords. Oh, get your swords. It. Okay. And finally, Shit. use those swords Shit. that you bought. All right, let's go outside. I'm not going outside. You go outside. Now, Sean, I I know that it's been a really rough week for you and it's hard being locked up here, but everything you say in this room is not going anywhere. We have uh, lawyer-client-attorney privilege, okay? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, start by telling me about uh, when you first were brought on as an elf. What, what, well, what was that like? When did the trouble begin? The trouble begin with my first paycheck. Uh, 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 lots of taxes came out and I owed money back to my boss. Uh, uh, okay, uh, well, I'm going to I'm going to give you some notes right off the bat. The, bur- the jury's not going to like that breathing. It's a little too much breathing for the jury. So if uh, you keep that silent, then we're on our way to a mistrial, if not a not guilty. You hear me, my friend? <laughs> okay, okay. All right. And if anyone asks you what happened, you say. I say I was doing what I was told to do. No, 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 no. I do not recall. I do not recall. I do not recall what Santa told me to do. Okay, so let's let's try this again. Uh, Is it true that Santa told you to put teeth into little children's stockings? Santa gave me a list of things to put no. in stockings. Sean, uh, you're killing uh, me here. You're killing me. <laughs> Original understudies. Um, has everybody done some weird live event gig, like other than a comedy show? Like you've been asked to go perform as mm. blank at some party or something? Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to, there was a, a 90s slash early odds celebrity who will go unnamed. I was paid to go to their birthday party dressed as a rabbi. And another <laughs> comedian I know was paid to dress as a priest. <gasps> and so it was like, I guess that was the joke that there was a priest and a rabbi, but we had to like be at this party and like operate. So we asked like the producer, like, what are we supposed to actually do? And we basically never got an answer. Uh, but I tell you, we, we were not allowed to do sit down or eat any of anything. We <laughs> sort of had to wander around and we had to be in character as a rabbi, uh, not really knowing what my take or angle on any of this was. And just trying I wanna to be a, know yeah. what was going on at this party that they couldn't just invite a real priest and a real rabbi. They had well, to they had to pay out of pocket for this. They couldn't they couldn't let the man of men of the cloth see what was going on. Might have worked, but they would have understood their purpose better than I I did. Sure. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I've done a lot of murder mystery shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one specific murder mystery show, and I don't think it would be appropriate for me to name the person that runs the company, but he's awful. Uh, and he's a Florida man. 
And one of the things that he does is ambush murder mysteries. So he'll book a murder mystery and it'll usually be at least all of them that I've done so far are, are corporate gigs. So the company thinks they're going to go see a stand up comedy show. And we all get there beforehand and talk to the people that work at the company. And one person's like, oh, I'm the agent for the, the comedian. Like that ever happens. Like your agent's going to show up to your comedy show at a corporate gig. And then somebody else is a scout like for, you know, Jimmy Kimmel or whatever. And that person's in the audience, which is a little weird, but people for some reason buy it. But at the end of the day, what happens is the standup starts to do his act and they drink some water and he's poisoned and that person dies and it becomes a, a murder mystery and they drag the body out. And then in comes the same person that was the stand-up comedy with a detective outfit. On. <laughs> and they're, and they're now the, 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 um, you know, detective. And it's the worst show I've ever done <laughs> in my whole life. I've done it many, many times and I'll do it again. Cause the God, the guy pays pretty good, <laughs> but those are really embarrassing shows there. It's, it's seldom that I do shows that I'm just cringing with embarrassment as I perform it. I, I guess I got a show, something like that. Uh, I had a friend, uh, you guys may know her, uh, she she's a, a great improviser, a wonderful improv coach. And she also does like museum work. And she was at a museum in, I guess it was El Segundo. And there was going to be a whole like retrospective installation on this German photographer. And much of what the German photographer did was portraits of Elvis. He was very famous for his portraits of Elvis. So she decided that she was going to have an Elvis impersonation contest as part of the festivities, but no one was signing up. So she hits mm. up us from the, she hits us up from the, um, from the, the theater we were, we were all at that you guys are familiar with. And she's like, listen, guys, I've got, can anyone do this? Uh, no one signed up. I'm so embarrassed. So of course, like three or four of us like sign up. And then all of a sudden, one like real Elvis impersonator finds out about it. He signs up and tells all of his friends <laughs> all of his Elvis impersonated friends from the whole West Coast. So all of a sudden they descend on El Segundo and it's like me, Sam and uh, and Seth are in this thing with like another 12, like full on bedazzled Elvis impersonators at Rockin' Brews in El Segundo. And <laughs> I got to tell you, it was hilarious and also a lot of fun. Hey, man, I don't think we're going to win this contest. What are you talking about? You look great. Yeah, you look great, too. It just seems like some people are taking this a lot more seriously than us. It seems like a lot of them have a, a bigger budget than the three of us. I, I think a lot of them may be, may be touring artists, but I don't care. You got Elvis in your soul. You got him in your boot step. Well, that's awful kind of you to say, awful kind. But I don't know. I just saw the movie Elvis and I've heard some of his songs. I don't have much knowledge of his life. Yes, but what you got is that hip waggle. If you have the hip waggle, you're going to be able to do anything in an Elvis contest. And you got the waggle. Show me that waggle. That's that waggle I know. <clears throat> there it was. Um, hi, excuse me. Is this where you sign up to be an Elvis impersonator? Uh, yes, little lady. Okay, my well, my newborn, as you can see, he looks exactly like, El, like 
a 70s Elvis. Isn't well, that crazy? Damned. Oh, come I'll on. be damned. Look at this guy. He looks like a like an Elvis out in Las Vegas. How do yeah. you get it? How does he have such a full head of hair? Here, how does an infant have a better look than I do? I, I have no idea. This is just how he wakes up every morning. Well, I highly doubt he's got a waggle to him. Let's see if he's got a waggle. Oh, he look at this. Oh, Whoa. you're shaking. Whoa. You're no, shaking. I'm like not a... moving. Oh, that is the king. This is this. There's only one. This can. This is the, just a. I can't. I can't. Hi there. I'm going to need everyone to line up for the contest. Oh, my God. That baby looks exactly like Elvis. First prize, everyone else go home. <laughs> well, hey, hey now. Oh, well, we can stay and perform still if you'd yes, like. I, I did prepare a song or two. Okay, but as long as the baby's on stage with you, I don't care if it starts to cry. I don't care if there's puke on the stage. We need that star on stage. Oh, uh, he doesn't cry at all. He actually only, uh, he doesn't speak, but he sings. He knows all Elvis's lyrics. Well, this I got this I gotta see. Mm-hmm. Does the baby speak otherwise? No, not at all. Incredible. Just sings. Well, since my baby left me, I had a new place to dwell. Down at the end along the street, I heard me Wow, that was great, baby. Buddy, can we hear the baby sing now, though? <laughs> <laughs> Margaret, I think that you're forcing your baby into a future that you really want. You don't know if that's what your baby wants. But, well, I mean, I don't know. He's uh, this is what he looks like. Right. You know, I can't help it. I mean, the outfit does quite a bit for it. That's a bedazzled outfit. If if you would put him just in a regular onesie that's blue, it would, it would look a little different, Margaret. Yeah, but people send me stuff on on you know through TikTok, and it's I feel bad. I feel like I need to always constantly be showcasing these little outfits that he gets. You know, I think that it's a little premature. Your 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 child might want to your little your little Elvis which obviously you've named him Elvis, but uh, he might want to do something different with his life. And you're kind of pigeonholing him into it. I get that. And, you know, when he starts talking, if that if he wants to be a different, if he wants to be Buddy Holly, if he wants to be, you know, somebody else that looks like Elvis, kind of, he can do that. Yeah, so I guess the trouble started... Um when my mom would only ever refer to me by the names of classic singers. Uh, it, it started with Elvis and just kind of, yeah, it was a slippery slope from there. So uh, yeah, that's when the drinking got really bad. It got really bad. Uh, so thanks everyone for uh, including me. It's my first meeting, but uh, I appreciate any support. Yeah, yeah, that, that's it's very brave of you to stand up in your first meeting. Uh, I, I know that that uh, Jim over here, Jim over here had a similar story uh, with the way his father likened him uh, to certain historical figures of the ancient West. Jim, uh, why don't you share your your story about about what your father did to you? Well, four score and seven years ago, my father told me that I was presidential material. I was born with a beard down to my boobies. 
And uh, and they put a top hat on me to make me look like Abraham Lincoln. Is that true? Jim, and you, ever since Jim, your story is. is actually really inspiring to me because my troubles also started with some uh, really notable hair early on in my life. On your chin? Did it go down to your chest area? Mine was jet black and just looked like a perfect pompadour a la Elvis, but uh, I, I'm just saying I can relate Almost as Almost the same thing, but on my chin. Like a pompadour, but upside down. Yeah, you're right. You might have it a little worse than me. Ladies, ladies, gather around. I'm so excited that you could come to my Biotin party. Oh my gosh, um, of course. Yeah, yes. like I wouldn't miss this for the world. I mean, I'm so excited. Everyone's pregnant. Everyone looks great. It's glowing. And I have some great options here. Uh, you could either get a case or you can get 35 cases. No in between of Biotin. And the thing is, ladies, if you start taking this now, by the time your babies are born, they will have long fingernails. They will have luscious hair. They will have double teeth. It will be amazing. Wow. wow. Okay. Um, I, I've got my checkbook ready, uh, but wouldn't that hurt? Who? Who's it going to hurt, Tanya? Well, uh, it could hurt the doctor. Or it could hurt any nurse that's possibly helping deliver. Possibly us, too, if the fingernails hey. are very long. Oh, you're just thinking of yourself again. These women. Oh, I see what you're saying. You think that they're going to dig their way out of you? That's not going to happen. But, you know, at least they don't have swords. You know, I heard of this woman in San Diego who gave birth to a, a, a baby that had a full katana. Wow. Just one, though? No. Just one. Just one. They found the other one inside of her months later. It was oh. terrible. That, that oh. does sound terrible. Okay. It was. Well, I, I will take, I, now if I buy 35 of them, is there some sort of kickback that mm -hmm. you get? Oh, oh, no. No, not me. If you sell 35, then you can get a whole group of women that you manage. And if they sell 35 a piece, then you get a um, a yellow... Nissan Sentra. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. oh. mm -hmm. So, all right. So, this sounds like a pyramid scheme, though. No, 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 well, no, 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 no. It can't be. I think so. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, I, I can't help but just think about my birth canal. Like, it has a Rita Hayworth poster just sort of covering it up. My baby's stuck Deborah, in there. Will you please stop thinking about yourself for 10 seconds? My baby's going to try to dig its way out. This is your baby's future. Whether your hoo-ha gets marks on it or not is not any of its business. I want to talk about why you're referring to your body as a jail. Because that's an obvious Shawshank redemption plug. It so, was. Yeah, well, I've got body image issues. Is this well, a space you where you want to talk about it? Yes, I think you're beautiful. And well, thank I think, you. Well, then why are you selling me something to make me more beautiful? Well, it's not for you. It's for your baby. Remember. Uh, right, right, right. They take I can all think the of nutrients. 17 different ways to monetize this. This is going to be incredible. Are Wait, you TikToking? Are you TikToking right now? Well, sure. I have to start their account young. Okay. Pre-birth. Well, it's all I about see. the pre-birth influencers now. Haven't you guys been following? Did you write down a good name for their account? Absolutely. It's Ashley spelled with three J's and a K.
as you can see, uh, uh, they are razor sharp claws. So if uh, I would say that uh, there's a very good chance it's going to come out of you kind of alien style. Have you seen the movie Alien? Yes, I I have seen um, Alien. I don't know why. It seems like somebody's taking a whole lot of... Uh, uh, it's Biodin. Uh, I bought a case. I felt bad. I bought a case of 35. Oh, no. 35 cases? Yes, I bought 35 cases of 35 packages of Biotin, and I've been... That's incredible. I, I just thought that I messed up the whole party, and it's not... I thought worst-case scenario was Shawshank. I didn't it's picture It's not the alien. end of the world. It's not the end of the world. I'm glad you came in. I need you to swallow this nail clipper. Okay. Do I have to aim? I don't think you need to. See, as soon as you swallow it, it gets down to the tummy. Let me show you the x-ray really quick. Okay. This uh, in here is the baby. Hmm. And you'll notice that in the tummy area. So when you swallow food, it gets down to the <laughs> down to the baby. Now, the baby is probably not going to know what to do with these nail clippers. But give it time. Look, doctor, uh, I trust you so much. If you Thank say you. that this x-ray tells me that my tummy baby's going to clip its own nails, I'll do it. Well, it's possible that it won't do it itself. and You might have to do a little bit of like a, an Elvis kind of waggle, but we're going to get those nails. Uh, we're going to get those nails under control. Excuse me, doctor. I'm so sorry mm -hmm. to interrupt you while you're with a patient, mm -hmm. but we have another Katana baby situation. <gasps> yeah, oh we're going to need you over in the ICU <sighs> ASAP. You're, you're the okay. country's foremost expert on sharp babies. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, so looks like you're in a good condition. At least you don't have a katana. You know what I mean? I have to have her swallow. What? A sheath. It's, oh. uh, but the problem is, is it's very difficult to get it all the way down. So, uh, all right. Just here's the nail. File. Right. Uh, I'll see myself file. Sorry, out. No. Uh, please, please, please. Thank you. <laughs> Why are there all of these boxes of biotin blocking the software board? Well, I, you know how I'm always coming up with new ideas for the store, right? Right, which you don't have to, and you shouldn't actually. I, I disagree, honestly. Maybe okay. I don't have to for you, but I have to for me. And that's okay. what the books say to do is to to follow your own bliss. And my bliss is about starting my own business out of this 7-Eleven. And boy, do I have an opportunity for you to get in on the ground floor. Okay, well, Tess, first of all, books, are you referring to the stories that you've been reading in the softcore porn magazines? Because those are not books. Eh? Yeah, they're actually really well written. I read about uh, oh, okay. Sally, Sally Two Tits, and she, <laughs> she started her own business. And it's it's really empowering to watch to watch okay. both her succeed in business and her succeed at uh, taking a big old load. <laughs> okay. Hey, Sally, uh, can I talk to you about your nickname? <laughs> yes, honey. I I guess I don't understand it because isn't that sort of the normal number of breasts to have? Oh, a lot of ladies got two tits, but they don't got two tits like this. Oh, so the nickname sort of requests the follow-up question. 
It makes well, you ask, why is your name two tits? And then you get to answer because other people don't have them like this. I'm all about audience engagement, sweetheart. All right. That's smart. Here I thought I was going to be a, the smart person, but you are you are lapping me in this convo. Nope. All I need in an agent is for you to sign my checks and send them on home. And yes, my name is legally Sally Two Tits. That's what the checks should be made out to. <laughs> doctor, doctor, you have to come in. There, there's a baby that was born with more than two tits. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You gotta make Are a decision. Sharp? Are they razor oh, sharp? Oh, you better believe it. They okay, are well sharp. That's, that falls inside my jurisdiction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I need How to, many is it? There's four. So you need to talk okay. the parents down to two. Okay. Okay. I just got to talk them down to two? Yes. It's imperative. As the uh, the person who runs this hospital, we've had a, a rash of katana babies. We do not mm-hmm. need to start bringing in four tit babies. <sighs> a quantity. Okay. Well, let me see these oh, parents. Uh, I didn't like how that came out of your <laughs> Okay. Okay. No. Yeah, I was I was working on that one. We'll just call it four tits. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know what to talk about after that episode. <laughs> it's time to tell stories. Anyone got any good quad titty stories? <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of do. Oh, no. Uh, uh, I, uh, I, I used to uh, had a dog and, uh, <laughs> and, 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 uh, sure. uh my roommate, man. my roommate was, uh, a little younger than me, little, little, little green behind the gills and, one day my dog's like laying on the floor and, uh, and he goes, Hey Jack, I think there's something wrong with cahoots. You got to take a look at this. And he, I'm like, what? He like, he goes, look at this little, this little bump right over here. I was like, he's like, what is this? I was like, that's his nipple. So he just didn't understand that my dog had multiple nipples and, and dogs have four boobs uh, or more. You did really bury yeah. the lead there on the incredible dog named Cahoots. <laughs> <laughs> incredible name for an incredible dog. Oh, it was a wonderful dog. Yeah. Uh, I have family in Luck, Wisconsin, which is really far north. And I w- we used to go up there all the time for family reunions. And I didn't always make it, but I think I was probably like, maybe 30 years old, somewhere right around there when I went up there last. And I got to go into the cow area. Uh, I guess it's a barn, (laughs) the cow area. You grew up on a farm, James. I didn't, the farm I grew up on didn't have animals. I know, it's still weird to me. It was a funny farm. It was a funny farm. (laughs) No, it was just, it was just winter wheat and corn and they'd rotate the crops. But I went up to Wisconsin. (laughs) There was this barn, there was cows in the barn. And, uh, my, I guess my mom's cousin, so maybe my second cousin, but you know, whatever that is, is trying to show me. He's like, have you ever seen a tit light? And I was like, oh, no, I haven't. And he's like, here, it's right here. And and I and I still don't see it from a distance. He's like, you got to get real close. And he sprayed me right in the face with the udder from the milk. He's like, that's a tit light. <laughs> the, it was pretty nasty. Um, it's kind of like a pull my finger 
kind of prank, but for farmers. You want to know the worst part about it? Yeah. I knew that joke. I knew he was going to do that to me. <laughs> and I didn't like, I didn't have it in me to like, be like, I know you're going to spray me in the face with that, with that cow udder. So I like walked right into it and let him spray me and acted startled. Why? I don't know. But I knew that he was going to do that because I'd heard the story of him doing that to so many other people. Um, yeah. And that was also the first time I ever rode a horse was that trip. And I, I was on top of a horse and I was screaming. <laughs> Yeah, horses, I, horses really like that. Yeah, <laughs> they, I mean, it was just walking really slowly. But I, what the thing I remember most isn't really necessarily being on the horse, but there was other kids that grew up on that farm that were just watching me as an adult, like acting like a complete idiot, like screaming. And they ride horses probably every day. And like, uh, for me, it was a very strange experience. I don't really picture myself getting on a horse again. My dad has had a, a good story about getting bucked off a horse, but the family joke is that he tells the story so often that whenever you tell a story too many times, you say, oh, I, did I tell you about the time I got bucked off a horse? But here's the thing. He, he told that story so many times before I was born or like conscious. So I've never actually heard the original story. All right, so uh, you're going to be riding a European saddle. It's going to take care of you as long as you take care of it. Uh, the most important thing is to just uh, remain calm and the horse will uh, take you where you need to go. So, Sounds great. Sounds great. Uh, I feel like I, I was born to ride a horse. Happy to hear it. So where where's the clutch on this beast? Like a manual car? Yeah, like like how do I put it in gear? Well, you can give it a, a little kick with the heel of your foot, not too hard, right to the side, sort of tells it to start a little trot, canter. Okay, so these spurs on my boots right here, I just drive them nope. as hard as no. possible. Come on now. You think you want to slice up a horse? That's your first guess? I, how to get I, a horse to go? I didn't know that it would slice a horse. I thought this was a, a beast with thick skin and... Blazing nostrils. You don't need spurs, by the way. That excuse feels like me. you're just... Um, excuse me, can I ask a question about my horse? Yeah, of course. Okay, where's the milk come out? Well, horses... Yeah, I mean, horses can give milk. We don't okay, tend to where? drink horse milk. Well, that's you. Where about... I rented this horse. I can do what I need to do. Where did the milk come out? Yeah, where, where, where does the milk come out of my horse? That hope you both your horses happen to have a penis, and so they will not be producing milk for you. So it comes out of the penis. No, no, it would come out. Were it? You mind if I ask a question real quick? Yeah, I can't find. And forgive me, because I, I I haven't been on that many horses. Yeah, but I can't find the USB port. Okay. All three I want to play my music through it. You all told me you were coming here from Boston, and now you're doing these voices, and you're wearing spurs, and it seems like you want to live the lifestyle. You have no fucking idea how to ride a horse or do any of this shit. But oh, I yeah. said, I said yeah. that. You go, yo, you go ahead first with your insult. Uh, I, I read in the brochure that I was going to be a cowpoke. Okay, you're done? How about, okay, here's mine. You ever heard of a little man named Billy Crystal? 
Yeah, he I heard came, of Billy Crystal. Well, okay, well, he came from the Northeast, too, and he learned how to be a cowboy, but he had to put some work into it, so... That's what we're doing. You know, yeah. That was fast forward because it was a movie. It was called City Slickers. I know what you're talking about. Well, I think that was a documentary. Yeah. Hey, you three. Uh, I'm really going to need you to drop the accents for this meeting. I know that our company bonding trip was fun, but this is the Q4 earnings report, and uh, we have to be on top of these numbers, okay? Are you so saying? Well, I reckon, all right. Okay, I and you, you all can. just started talking at once. This is what I'm talking about. Maybe maybe we try one at a time, and we try to drop it from there. All right, and that we ought to talk to people the way they want to be talked to. Not the way that you think you big city slickers mm-hmm. want to be talked to. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jeffrey, this is starting to become a performance issue. Uh, you were already on a pip before this. Can I, can I give you some, uh, some advice? I feel like you're going to anyway, so go ahead. Okay. Don't drink a male horse's milk. Oh, dear. Because I tell you what. It ain't milk and it ain't cream. But it is. It is delicious. Totally. Well, it it is delicious, but you got to drink it fast. Yeah, right now I'm thinking, God, none of you are in client-facing positions because this is not a good look for the company. Well, I'll tell you one thing's for damn sure. <laughs> okay. And it doesn't la- it lasts less time than a McDonald's French fry. You got to have it hot. That's right. You got to have, have it hot because it don't last long. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't understand because you ain't ever got out of the city. All right. We're going to be starting the termination process with all three <laughs> of you. Uh, it's going to be a hit to the company, but one that I believe we'll be able to handle. Well, can I sell you something first before we go? Before we get I fired? I don't need any more biotin. Well, I, have, I don't have that. I've, I've already bought four cases from you. Well, I've got a box here full of uh, heated pornos. So if you do happen to get some male horse milk, you can keep it wrapped up in these little bundles. I mean, I mean, honestly, that sounds pretty good. So maybe, maybe meet me after work. Maybe not on company time, but I'd, okay. I'd be, I'd be very interested in that. Thank you. Couple boxes, couple boxes. Yeah, yeah, a couple boxes. Uh, okay, great. I'll meet you yeah. after work. I'll just stand outside. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll see you there. And, I, and mom, I'm not going to drink milk anymore. In fact, we're the only mammal. We're the only mammal that drinks milk after infancy. So I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to eat meat. And I'm not going to have any animal byproducts. Doesn't sound like an Elvis song to me. I don't want to be Elvis. Uh, I don't. That was your dream. That was your dream. I just want to. I, I want to be on the cutting edge of animal rights. All right. All right. Welcome to the Elvis uh, competition. Everyone's here to be a sad. All right. Let me ask the audience who here still thinks that Elvis is real? Uh, uh, I do. Uh, honey, Elvis honey, you better believe it. What do you mean? No such thing as Elvis, just goblins. <gasps> Sorry. Sorry to what? burst your bubble. But oh. somebody paid for those blue damn suede shoes, and it was daddy. <laughs> oh, I'm, no. I'm just as blue as those shoes, honey. No, Elvis and come back. Uh, 
Huh. What am I supposed to do with this? My pockets are full of teeth. <laughs> I was going to give them to the Elvis. I'll take the teeth. Okay. <laughs> I'll take all those teeth. Okay. What do I get? I'll take an egg. You took that poor girl's. You took that poor girl's teeth. Yeah. Why? What do you mean? Why? Are you no, asking what? Me why? I said what? 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 I, I've been in the hospital for three months. I got catatted up and down by you. <laughs> I got out. Yeah, you're healing real good. But I hired you again. I thought that you had done the time for the crime. Uh, I, I feel bad, Pete. But what? But what? Why? Wait, you gotta give those teeth back. Oh my god, alright. I gotta give my teeth back to every single person I've ever taken teeth from, because that's gonna take a long freaking time. How many teeth? Is this what you were doing as a tooth fairy? You were taking their teeth? Yes! Is that not what a tooth fairy's supposed to do? I guess. I guess. I mean, the tooth fairy's a fictitious character. You're not supposed to. T- oh, so that girl. Oh, someone says it! Thanks for listening to another episode of Original Understudies. This episode wouldn't be possible without our post-audio engineer and sound designer, Troy Vocalio, who, gosh, I guess I'm always shouting a lot of praise because he damn well deserves it. But one of our members' microphones didn't work today, or, well, this recording, and he was able to take earphone microphones and seamlessly blend it in. I'm just... Color me impressed. But this episode would also not be possible without our Patreon subscribers, uh, who are very supportive and help me every step of the way afford, you know, the different things that are needed, such as the Zoom account, such as the Zencaster account, such as the hosting of the website account. And gosh, I'm just so thankful that I have them. Uh, if you'd like your suggestion to be used to inspire the show, send an email to originalunderstudiespodcast at gmail.com or go to our website, originalunderstudies.com. It's been revamped. There's a place to put in your suggestion there. Or on the various social medias like uh, Instagram, there's a link tree that also has links to all of these things. And while I'm on this long uh, dialogue about things that I want you to do, what about a what about a review? C- can you even remember the last time I read a review? Well, it's not because people have been putting them up. Shame on you. Shame on every last one of you that hasn't filled out a review. If you fill a review, then... Well, obviously, I would never ask you to do two. But just one review. For me. Bye. Original Understudies. <laughs>